to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. God bless you, my friends. This is evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our podcast today. Our lesson today will be from Acts chapter 18, verses 1 to 17. Let's take some some time to read through those verses right now. Then Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he became acquainted with a Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently arrived from Italy with his wife Priscilla. They had left Italy when Claudius Caesar deported all Jews from Rome. Paul lived and worked with them, for they were tent makers just as he was. Each Sabbath found Paul at the synagogue trying to convince the Jews and Greeks alike. And after Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul spent all his time preaching the word. He testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah, but when they opposed and insulted him, Paul shook the dust from his clothes and said, Your blood is upon your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go preach to the Gentiles. Then he left and went to the home of Titius Justus, a Gentile who worshipped God and lived next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, and everyone in his household believed in the Lord. Many others in Corinth also heard Paul, became believers, and were baptized. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid, speak out, don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you, for many people in this city belong to me. So Paul stayed there for the next year and a half, teaching the word of God. But when Gallio became governor of Achaia, some Jews rose up together against Paul and brought him before the governor for judgment. They accused Paul of persuading people to worship God in ways that are contrary to our law. But just as Paul started to make his defense, Gallio turned to Paul's accusers and said, Listen, you Jews, if this were a case involving some wrongdoing or a serious crime, I would have a reason to accept your case. But since it is merely a question of words and names and your Jewish law, take it care of it yourselves. I refuse to judge such matters. And he threw them out of the courtroom. The crowd then grabbed Sosthenes, the leader of the synagogue, and beat him right there in the courtroom. But Gallio paid no attention. My friends, there are some important things Jesus can teach us today from this story. There comes a time when you have to make a break with sin and with people who oppose the way of God. Paul tried very hard to convince the Jewish people in Corinth that Jesus was the Christ, but to no avail. And verse 6 tells us, But when they opposed and insulted him, Paul shook the dust from his clothes and said, Your blood is upon your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go preach to the Gentiles. Here is a very important spiritual principle. God has given us the responsibility to tell people about Jesus, but it's the Holy Spirit's responsibility to convert people's hearts. We get in trouble if we become complacent and stop sharing Jesus with people, or if we become too demanding and try to be the Holy Spirit in people's lives. Paul did what God wanted him to. He told the people the truth. But when they didn't respond through his best efforts, he modeled for us another critical spiritual principle that can be summed up in this way. Don't waste your time. It's not that people aren't worth the time, 
because as we know, every person is of infinite value to God and should be to us too. But we need to be good stewards of the time we've been given here on earth. Jesus realized that in each of our lives, Paul's, yours, and mine, there are people around us whose hearts are ready to receive Jesus and his love and those who aren't yet. And Jesus' desire for people to get to know him is so strong that he wants us to put our time witnessing to the best possible use. In Paul's case, he began sharing Jesus with a whole new group of people, the non-Jewish people, the Gentiles. In our case, it means realizing that just because the people we've recently been witnessing to may not have been responsive to receiving Jesus, there are others, probably many others, with whom we haven't shared yet and whom the Lord would like us to begin trying to reach. Our job, like Paul's, is done at that point. As he so rightly said in verse 6, Your blood be on your own heads. I am clear of my responsibility. In saying these strong words, Paul is reminding us of yet another great spiritual truth. When God tells us something to say to others, we need to say it. But what they choose to do with it is their responsibility. Our job is done. This doesn't just apply in the case of evangelism either, not by a long shot. When we spend our individual quiet times with God, as we should do each day, Jesus speaks to us. He speaks truth from his word and special truth to our hearts about many things. He gives us wisdom and insight, and he speaks clarity into many difficult and confusing situations we may be experiencing. And sometimes, he makes things clear to us that we need to share with others to help them make godly decisions and choices and bring clarity into their lives too. Friends, as God tells you things that he would have you share with others, please do. It's important that you do. That's your responsibility and mine in evangelism and otherwise. Once that information is shared, the person who has received the message is then responsible to act on it or do whatever he or she will with it and receive the appropriate consequences for the ensuing activity or inactivity. But no matter what that person or group of people chooses to do, our responsibility is done as long as we have shared what God has shared with us. Parents, how many times have you had to sit back and watch your kids make mistakes in spite of your best advice? Too many to count? You could rescue them, but would they ever really learn the valuable truth of life that way? You see, God has designed our relationships within the body of Christ in that way. The Lord speaks to us, we speak to our brothers and sisters, and they do what they will with the word. It is not typically our job to rescue people from making mistakes. There's tremendous freedom in this knowledge, you know. The freedom comes in that others, people's ungodly decisions, they do not affect our standing before God. And boy, am I ever thankful for that. Those ungodly decisions may well have great effects and implications in our earthly lives and circumstances, but our relationship with God is unaffected as long as we share what God has given us to share. You know, when Jeremiah, 600 years before Jesus, begged and pleaded and shared time and again with the ungodly kings of Judah in his day, the truth about their idolatry and sin and the consequences for themselves, 
their country and their subjects if they didn't repent. He did his job. He spoke God's word for and to the king. But it wasn't his responsibility to save or rescue his king and country from eventual exile to Babylon. His responsibility was to speak. It was the king's responsibility to decide. It wasn't Peter's responsibility to rescue Jesus from betrayal, arrest, and death, as he tried to do. Rather, it was Jesus' decision to go to the cross or not. That's what lives of authority, even spiritual authority, are all about. Let's learn from Paul's example to be responsible for being faithful in speaking and doing what God has given you, and then live in the peace and freedom of Jesus by allowing others to act on what God has shared through you. As always, my friends, I look so forward to our next podcast where we will move further into the book of Acts as the Holy Spirit uses His Word to help us walk daily in the power of God. Have a blessed day in Jesus. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.